Welcome to the Pathways to Energy Efficiency and ATP Production. I'm Nitin Kesar, your host. Today, in episode one of the podcast, I'm joined by Prasad Vaidya, Director, Solar Decathlon India. Today, Prasad and I will talk about youth and climate resilience. We will discuss why the participation of youth is critical to protect the future of the planet and how youth can drive the agenda of energy efficiency and sustainability. We will also talk about Solar Decathlon India program and how it is shaping up a generation of energy enablers who will contribute towards India's green energy transition. Welcome uh, Prasad uh, to our uh, podcast today. How are you doing? Hi Nitin, glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well Prasad, thank you for asking. Before we start, I would request you to share a little bit about yourself and Solar Decathlon India with our audiences. Sure. So we started Solar Decathlon uh, India as an initiative uh, roughly two years ago now, uh, but formally launched it in July of 2020. It's uh, a program for challenging and providing an opportunity for students to deal with climate change, to be able to combat climate change. And uh, Solar Decathlon India currently focuses on the building sector in terms of uh, combating climate change and learning how to combat it for buildings and communities in the urban areas of our uh, cities. Thank you, Prasad, for sharing that. I would like to take this discussion forward and ask you a question. Why youth engagement is crucial to build a climate resilient future? Well, um, if you think about it, we've heard about climate change uh, for a while now, for a few decades. And, uh, you know, we've had governments that have tried to make commitments, try to move things forward. And, uh, you know, my generation, um, who are now into sort of the you know mid or the sunset of our careers we have tried to work with work towards climate change and try to make an impact uh, to some extent uh, the fa- the fact is that it's not been a large amount of success and on the other hand the emissions that we have been letting out through all the human activities have continued to increase over the last uh, you know industrial re- since the in- industrial revolution so it's been uh, it's been around and in a sense we are setting up a trajectory that is headed towards uh, large rises in a uh, large rise in temperature and we haven't been successful in mitigating those we haven't been successful in preparing our populations so we are here now and we'll be going away but the next generation is really here to stay it's their future that we have been trying to fix or not been able to fix and it's time that they take the charge of this of the change that is needed so youth i mean i i would say that that the reason that we need to get the youth involved and the youth need to take action is really because you know you're dealing with your own future your careers your lives in the next um, 20 40 years and it's time that we all got into this together and the youth need to take charge of learning how to deal with climate change 
we can't leave it to just the governments we can't leave it to just businesses who have tried to do this and we can't leave it to the older generation because you know in a sense we we screwed up and we need help and we need help from the youth to be able to fix this problem now well said prasad i think uh, uh, for youth to be aware of climate change and how uh, the role they can play to mitigate this risk is very critical uh, uh linked to that uh, i would want to understand uh, when we talk about energy efficiency and sustainability how today's youth especially in context of india can drive that agenda forward uh, a lot of people may not be aware uh, in terms of uh, what sustainability would look like especially if you are young you are carefree so how uh, youth can drive the agenda of energy efficiency and sustainability Yeah Nitin I I doubt that today's youth is actually carefree about climate change I see so many youngsters who are so aware of it uh, you know they're it's not just the fact that they're reading about it in the news but it's all around us uh, you know the, right now the news is about the Pacific Northwest in the US and in Canada where uh, there was an article about a, a place called Lytton where the average summer temperatures used to be 16 degrees celsius and that's colder than air conditioning temperature but that was their summer temperature in the last many years right now they are experiencing a heat wave where the summer high temperature is 48 degrees celsius you know that's more than 30 degrees more than what they normally experience and and you know we are seeing this in india we are seeing this with floods we are seeing this with the amount of rainfall and the erraticness of it um we are seeing it with the kind of cyclones that we are we are experiencing so i don't think that you know our youth are in any way removed from this reality in fact they are steeped into it so it's you know they they can get involved and they can do things um and i would say that there are probably three main areas in which they can make a difference the first one is that while they have a certain amount of awareness we still need to build a groundswell of support around the issue around the techniques around the solutions so you know making the friends and family aware of this uh, getting involved on social media and acknowledging the changes that are taking place or the need for the change in our lifestyles that we need i think those are important areas where youth can raise awareness the second is to equip yourselves with the science of what climate change is about why is global warming happening what are the human made activities the human activities that are causing climate change um you know the science behind it in terms of how is it affecting lives and how is it affecting our property uh, how does it you know what are the impacts of these these and what are the techniques that we can use to make that change happen so this is the second aspect the third thing is that if you are now in a place where you're getting into your professional lives or you're already in the profession you should also get in on the action of making change happen you can choose to work with companies and organizations that are making a difference or are interested in making a difference and remember uh, climate change is a wealth creation opportunity because as the change happens over the next few years those who are able to be leaders in this those who are able to know how to make the change happen will be the valued professionals going forward 
and with that wealth creation opportunity um there is a need for innovation it's the innovation that will that will give us the opportunity and innovations are something that we have seen you know time and again come from the younger generation so this is the third area in which the students and the youths can get involved right and what is said i think that that's a very important aspect to see through you know it's a uh, opportunity to create wealth as well as save the planet so that's that's very critical but at the same time uh, for uh, students and youth especially you know uh, the job market how it looks like and if they really need to make an impact of such an order they do need a platform for that what are some opportunities for students to create visible impact and support india's nationally determined contributions so nitin i'm going to punt on this question a little bit because i don't know if i have the complete background necessary to be able to answer this in the larger context but if you want me to answer it with solar decathlon on india i can do that i think uh, that should be fine i mean uh, if we can get some perspective how solar decathlon on india is one such platform yeah. uh, that that would be a uh, really uh, useful for our uh, listeners yeah so how can youth get involved what are the platforms that are available for making a difference making a large scale change so an example of that is solar decathlon india this is a challenge it's a challenge for innovation it's a challenge for students to come forward for youths to come forward participate in the challenge to create innovative solutions these solutions are about mitigating climate change which is about reducing the emissions that result from our buildings from the way we build buildings and the way we operate them and there's a lot of innovation that can be done a lot of changes that can be done because this is finally a race to zero emissions and that is what our future is we have to get to that in the next 10 15 years so solar decathlon india gets students to work on creating solutions for buildings that are zero emissions and are also net zero water which means that they are resilient when water shortage happens when we have uh, hazards like storms or cyclones or floods that cut off our communities or buildings from the network around them and how do these buildings then survive so creating these resilient buildings is an important aspect in solar decathlon india the students get involved by not just pro- proposing innovative solutions but by also partnering with the industry so now the academics and the youngsters are actually influencing the way the industry operates they are getting the industry involved they are working with real projects real estate partners so new solutions are being proposed for real buildings in the last year we had 1000 students that were able to participate in solar decathlon india and they worked on 12 million square feet of real estate trying to make it net zero some of them will succeed some of them have tried but all of them have learned how to do this and these are the kinds of platforms that are now available we have another one which is called climate launchpad this is a business incubation hub that encourages youths to develop solutions and then take them towards investors so there are such ideas and such platforms available where youth can now come up with ideas 
and there are people there are investors who are willing to push this forward we're seeing this also in the way some of the investment companies are making or choosing to invest their resources so those companies um who are actually working on climate change they are the ones where the investment is going uh, the ones who are reducing the the emissions or helping adaptation happen that's where investment is going so as youth and youngsters learn about this they can focus on working in those areas and these are the platforms that are available now right uh, uh, and talking about uh, solar decathlon india a bit more prasad we have already uh, been through the year 1 of the competition so uh, how how was it for you like how did uh, the team uh, built on this like what were the some learnings and what were some innovations that were uh, that had come out of this competition well for the solar decathlon india team itself the the team that organized it um the experiences were really amazing first of all we initially expected about you know 25 or 30 teams to be participating but we were overwhelmed with the enthusiasm of the students and we got three times as many 75 teams to participate in the first year which added up to about 1000 students and uh, just the fact that you know these students these youngsters are so excited about working in the area of climate change was inspiring for us so as we went through this challenge over the last one year the initially the the experts that we brought on board the the people who had experience they were the ones who were inspiring the students to take action and and move in the right direction to develop these solutions and as we went through that one year what we realized was it is the enthusiasm of the students that is now inspiring everybody so it was sort of you know the favor was being returned and uh, that experience of seeing the students enthusiasm and their perseverance to work on these solutions uh, was amazing the other thing uh, that you you uh, you know wanted to know about what are some of these innovations that have happened well i mean we've got educational buildings we've got office buildings we've got residential buildings homes we've got community resilience shelters where these students have proposed solutions that make these buildings net zero energy which means that these buildings have renewable energy installed within their site that balances out the energy consumption of that building which means that these buildings are literally zero emissions on the operation side and they have come up with some amazing designs um, they've used earth air tunnels they've used uh, you know cooling as a service uh, sharing the cost between residents they've come up with different ways of combining materials um, some students have proposed a um, memory based uh, joinery that works with bamboo uh, structures there are students who have used rice husk as an insulation there are students who have proposed uh, you know building facades that are dynamic and move i mean the kinds of uh, innovations that we've seen are amazing and they are varied in the way they are these students are tackling the issues some of them are bold some of them are are, uh, are solutions that we have seen in the past and all of these together are creating a an ecosystem of students who are proposing this 
of industry who is interested in looking at them and of technologies that have now been designed to be integrated into buildings not all of them will work but that's the nature of innovation we have to have a lot of failure for some things to work and this challenge and this one year process actually gives the students the ability to test out their ideas to learn the science that is needed about these techniques and see how they can be implemented into real buildings and real projects going forward i really want solar decathlon india to be testing out some of these solutions in the buildings with prototypes and you know in this year 2 year 3 we'll start seeing some of that happen right uh, i think uh, that's a pretty interesting line of things which our students have done so far and uh, i think it resonates very well with what you said uh, students are much more aware uh, of the challenges that lie ahead of us since we have got a glimpse of year 1 and what it held for students uh, we will want you to know a bit more on how the year 2 of the event is going to look like i mean are there something new and exciting things lined up uh how the competition could be different from the previous version of it and more insights around that okay well first of all i think that the year 2 will have a lot more participation um last time we had 75 teams this time we are hoping that we'll hit 125 or so so the number of students and the number of faculty members that will be in, in involved will be larger um so definitely that that's a, that's a difference we are also you know making sure that these students are able to communicate their work better because it's one thing to come up with the solutions it's one thing to have ideas but for getting them to be adopted by the market by the consumers you have to be able to communicate all of these really well and that does not mean just creating you know nice slide decks um uh, that look good but you have to be able to have a convincing narrative it should be compelling you should be able to look at the cost benefits and the return on investments of some of these uh, technologies and the solutions that are proposed so communication is going to become an important aspect of solar decathlon india going forward and we are encouraging students to not just team up as building professionals you know as architects or engineers but also to bring on team members who have other skill sets because the change that we need to deal with global warming and its impacts doesn't rest in the technologies it rests with a multidisciplinary team we need people who are involved with policy which means that we need legal experts we need people who are in, interested in uh, involved in business which means we need students from management and finance to get involved with this to show the building professionals how to do this in a different way how to be able to figure out the business side of of the solution we need people from the communications background to be able to communicate these ideas better so going forward solar decathlon on india is going to become a more rounded challenge where it's you know the building professionals are supported and perhaps in some cases led by other discipline to me this is an exciting aspect because the national education policy that was uh, that we came out with in 2020 uh the government of india came out in in 2020 that educational policy talks about multidisciplinary education that is hands on and solar decathlon india and initiatives like it 
really provide a way for the students to get that multidisciplinary experience normally in a college you would be working in your specific area you would be working as a journalist or you would be working you know learning about journalism or you might be learning about architecture or you might be learning about um, you know aerospace engineering but where do you get a chance to work with like minded students who want to solve climate change who want to work on climate change and are willing to work together in a specific problem area bringing different disciplines and different expertise areas to bear down upon the problem and then the the innovation that happens when you have a multidisciplinary team can be so much more robust than what you would have otherwise so this aspect of you know kick starting what is envisioned in the national education policy is something that i am really excited about it, it is indeed a very exciting uh, come to think of it uh, students getting a real uh, exposure of how a work environment would look like i'm sure most of the people once they go out they will be working with the people from different backgrounds and this opportunity will give them uh, a chance to see and experience how it is to communicate uh, and work along with different professionals who may not understand your uh, language of uh, work but you know still you have to communicate a similar story that that's pretty indeed very interesting so uh, uh, what it does is i mean uh, the whole solar decathlon india also uh, provides uh, a momentum to build the next generation of green change makers so uh, are there any plans and what is the vision i mean so like if 5 uh, to 6 years what is the progress we could see from these uh, change makers uh, into the landscape and how they will be influencing the piece uh, what we are looking at from the climate change perspective well so this is the exciting part uh, you know in the first year we have 1000 over 5 years we want to get to more than 7000 maybe 10000 students who have the expertise and the knowledge and are entering the profession with the skill sets and the desire to make this change happen this one this is one aspect that is definitely going to make a difference because we will have skilled people and interested people who are entering the workforce the second uh, aspect is that the kind of industry relationships that these students are creating while working on their projects are something that they will take with them going forward so it's not only that the industry will get influenced by what they are doing but these students will be entering the industry with these relationships of an ecosystem or of others in the industry who are interested in making this change happen so the the change happens not only on the academic side and on the skill building side but also in terms of the network that these students and young professionals are going to enter the workforce with the third thing is that we will be we will see over the next few years projects that are taken up by the developers by the real estate entities that these students are partnering with some of them will get built solar decathlon india will transition into a build challenge as well so that the students are able to influence the real buildings that they work on and actually make change happen these buildings will get monitored for their performance so the learning will flow back into the academic circles into research where real buildings that were proposed as the zero energy solutions are being studied and that knowledge will help the next generation do an even better job this whole 
circle of knowledge or the cycle of knowledge that we are building the cycle of experience that we are building is something that will help us to influence and make policy change happen currently our energy efficiency codes for buildings uh, which is the en- energy conservation building code for commercial buildings and then we have the eco nivas samhita which is for residential buildings these are our first steps in making buildings energy efficient but they are still a long ways away from being net zero or zero emissions and with a pool of people who are entering the workforce with these skill sets you know meeting the energy code should not be a problem at all in fact they should be able to go you know one two five steps ahead of these energy codes and because they have also demonstrated on many of these projects how it can be done and some of these projects will be with local and state governments on their buildings that they are proposing the the ability to make buildings a lot better than what we are what we are expecting with these codes is something that will become common knowledge that is the way we can change policy and start making um, policies that are looking you know 10 or 12 years ahead in terms of the goals that we want so codes and standards are normally based on past experiences let's start making codes and standards uh for expectations of what we want in the future because the time that we have is short to make this change happen and we should be able to make these changes by seeing the solutions and the kind of people who are working in the uh entering the workforce right uh, this this has been a very uh, insightful conversation prasad uh, especially to understand the vision and the impact it's going to have uh, uh, years uh, ahead from now uh, especially thinking on the lines what you said right now you know like all the codes were built up on the past experiences and now uh, the next generation will actually push push it forward to what we should be expecting from the climate So I think that that's a pretty uh, interesting, and I see uh, a great set of ambition which uh, the program does carry. Uh, as we are uh, in the uh, the final stages of uh, our uh, podcast, Prasad, I'll just like to ask you one uh, last question, and that is not linked to the students, but uh, the linkage between the industry. So, how has been the response from the industry side of uh, the program? what has been their learnings and what and how do they perceive this program going forward so in the in solar decade on india we brought in jury members who were you know experts in these fields uh in terms of making net zero buildings or make building buildings that are forward looking you know they have sustainability not just from uh the technology side but also from the, from the social side you know how do you build social equity into the build, building build into our urban fabric we had experts from those areas as well who worked in these uh, in in those aspects and uh there were 12 uh, jury members who who had this expertise who were looking at the the students work and they they were quite amazed at the fact that you know third year fourth year and students who previously had no exposure to working with sustainability uh, these students had proposed solutions that these experts thought took them 10 12 years of practice to be able to get to that level of expertise 
So they were amazed at what they were seeing and the kind of transformation they, they were seeing with these students. Um, so these, this is coming from the leaders in the industry, right? That they are amazed about what's going on. At the same time, um, these students have worked with real estate partners. Um, we call them project partners in Solar Ticket Lawn India. And they have collaborated with uh, the manufacturers and knowledge providers who, who partner. Uh, you know, when the students were not able to solve a problem, they would check in with their industry partners to see if they had solved something before or they would get advice. Uh, they would get mentored. And, and this relationship that has been built has really allowed the industry to see that there is a next generation that is really interested in looking at the best technologies that are available. Instead of looking at one-star or two-star products, these guys are looking for five-star products. So it sends a signal to the industry that going forward, we need to have more efficient appliances, more efficient building materials that will be absorbed into the buildings, uh, building construction industry going, uh, going forward. And that's an important message to have out there. Right. Thank you, Prasad, uh, for this uh, very insightful conversation we had today. Uh, we have had some wonderful moments uh, from the learning perspective and understanding like how students are going to be the vital force when it comes to climate resilience. Thank you, Nitin. It's been wonderful. Um, you know, I'm glad I was able to share some of the ideas. I, I just say that there's, you know, there's a world of opportunity out there. And, uh, you know, if we don't take that opportunity, if the youngsters don't take that opportunity, we are going to be looking at, uh, you know, a different kind of a future. So, so I talked about this in terms of codes and standards, but I think we need to talk about this from you know, a generic way also, that there is a trajectory that we have created in our professions and in our lives that is based on the last few decades of development of our economy and the way we have used energy, the way we have adapted to, to uh, or not adapted to climate change and the way we have kind of continued with business as usual. That trajectory, if we continue on that, will take us along a path that we will regret. And, you know, the youngsters are the ones who will be able to create a different trajectory or change the direction of that trajectory. And that's really important. It requires innovation and it requires a different mindset. So we need to be about energy efficiency. We need to be about renewable energy. And we need to be able to make all of these affordable from a business standpoint. Once again, thank you, Prasad, for sharing your valuable inputs and giving us time for the podcast. It was a lovely interaction. For our listeners, we hope you liked the episode one of Pathways to Energy Efficiency podcast. We would love to hear back from you. So do send us your feedback and suggestions. Before signing off, I'd like to once again thank our listeners. And if you liked our first episode, do subscribe to our page. Saying goodbye until our next episode. Stay safe and stay healthy.